It's time to get back to basics, reclaim your space, and live a simple life as much as we possibly can. Hey, my name is Louise Hopkin, and I am your host of the Inspiring Calm podcast. And I believe that we can simplify our lives, and this needs to happen by letting go of stuff. Using the clutter-free home method I created, I am helping working mums just like you create a clutter-free home that is easy to maintain so the house doesn't look like a disaster at the end of the day. If that sounds like what you need, then join me for today's episode. Being here and tell us a little bit about you and how you got into the wardrobe edit. Yeah, um, so that's kind of a crazy story. Hello. (laughs) Um, So I am Mara. I live in Driftwood. I have a husband, two boys, um, and I actually have a degree in directing. Um, I have been a director for 20 years, directing shows, um, and I loved it so much. But it's interesting because I really love the costuming portion of that. Um, I love the fashion of the different decades. Um, So you have that kind of part of me. Um, And then a few years ago, I really was at a kind of a, I would say like a weird standstill. I think it was like a summer um, and I teach also. So, um, and I run a fine arts department. So it was a summer, I didn't have school had some free time on my hands and I really was looking at my wardrobe like this is just not it like I don't I didn't like my clothes um I also really wanted to be able to get dressed quicker I wanted to be able to look good in what I was wearing um I started to watch YouTube videos and felt really inspired by the different styles I saw and realized that like what I had in my closet was really not me. It was things that people had given to me. It was um, things that I had bought quickly on a whim. Um, It was me buying things thinking, oh, I need to add more color to my wardrobe. So I'm just going to buy a bunch of colors. Like it was kind of this hodgepodge. And so I began to, to kind of think like, I really want, um, I want to capsule my wardrobe is what I, what I was thinking. Um, So I kind of went through and started to look at different capsule wardrobe programs and they felt very restrictive to me. So um, it was just a lot of rules, a lot of like packing up your clothes every season, which I didn't want to do. That seemed like more work. Um, Yeah, so I didn't really love that portion of the capsule wardrobe. So I kind of just started to do my own thing and refine my style, but also um, kind of going back to the whole theater thing, looking through um what are the items that i use every time for every decade like what are the like standstill things that um that you know like a white button down shirt is a really easy one to say um and no my wardrobe is not all white button down shirt but that's just <laughs> like i can use a white button down shirt for pretty much every decade like forever like <laughs> um that was that was always used and so i think it was that kind of knowledge i had about what timeless style was mixed with the fact that I wanted to create a capsule wardrobe for myself. Um, And so I put those things together and created the the wardrobe edit, which was basically a program that 
um, that wasn't as restrictive as a capsule wardrobe program. I like to call it curating a wardrobe, but but it also took you through kind of mindset around why you have the clothes that you have, why we make the decisions we make when we purchase, um, how to find your colors, how to find your body's hype, um, how to sell clothes, how to buy clothes, um, and how to take care of them. And so that is kind of the, the program that I created and that's how it came about. So yeah, pretty, pretty weird how I got there, but I got there. <laughs> I, I love it. And you, I think you just described what why my wardrobe looks like right now in two yeah. words, the hodgepodge. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes. that is so me. You've seen my wardrobe. Yes. I totally get it. Um, so I love that. And I think um, a lot of people are scared off by capsule wardrobes. I know myself, like, you know, we I talk about declutter, kind of being minimalist, but even minimalism scares me a little bit too, because like you said, there's so many rules and restrictions to it. So I think right. capsule wardrobe, it scares people off. So when um, you and I connected, I thought wardrobe, edit and curate your wardrobe. Love it. So I think people will really mm -hmm. love that. So tell us, um, there were so many things that you kind of said, I don't know where to start because I'm terrible at putting a closet or wardrobe together. Um, and when you said, how do you find your style? Like, how does that work? <laughs> right. So I, um, one of the things that I had started doing was these one-on-ones. And when I do these one-on-one -on -one programs, I, um, I, and I don't do as many of them anymore once I created the program, but, but I would ask them to fill out this questionnaire about themselves. So it would be things like, what is, what are your favorite body parts about yourself? Like what are, um, what, what is your Pinterest page? Who are the people that you follow that you really like their style? Um, and I would kind of get all that information and then like, you know, what colors now, if you went through the program, you would know what colors, but if you hadn't, then that's fine. You can give me whatever colors you think you, you like. Um, and so I would take, take all that information and put together a style board. And what I kind of realized was that people's Pinterest page, they like the things on there, but I would meet with them and say, do you have this item that you've pinned 12 times? And they're like, no. <laughs> so you haven't bought anything on your Pinterest board? No, because I think that it's, there's this fear around like, I don't know if that's me. I don't know if, if, um, if it's going to look good on me, am I too old to pull that off? And so I really do think that we are drawn towards different styles um, or things that we like. It's just a fear of like moving forward in that because we see like all the models and all the whatever wearing it and we're like, oh, but that's not what I look like, you know? Um, and I still go through some of that stuff. I posted the other day on my Instagram, like um, one of the pages I follow was selling bows. Um, like really pretty, like those droopy bows that you see, like with a Victorian dress or something like really pretty bows that go in, in girl's hair. And I was like, am I too old or a bow? Cause I really <laughs> like them. Um, so I think, I think it's a matter of finding out, like, what are you looking for out of your clothes? Like, are you looking for comf comfortability? Are you looking for, um, heavy glam or, you know, what, what is it that you're looking for and kind of narrowing it down? And so, yeah, I wouldn't say it's the easiest to say, like my style is 
country or whatever, you know, I don't know. Um, you probably could nail that down or my style is French. A lot of the girls that I help, they like the very basic, like, you know, French style is very laid back, easy, comfortable, but still looks really good, really chic, um, which I would say is a little bit of my style, but I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint what my exact style is. It's mine. And so what I, when I look at, if I were to look at other girls who dress in that kind of like French laid back style, there might things be things that I don't love or that I do love. Um, and so I'm going to take the pieces that I do love and I'm going to wear those. And that's what I encourage everyone to do. And, and as we're going through the course, I'm definitely always like, listen, I cannot tell you what to do. You have to, you, I can tell you how to buy things, how to sell, how to find your colors, how to find your body type and what to wear for those particular things. But, but what you like and what you will feel good wearing, that's kind of you, but it's a matter of like, testing it out. You know, we all just need to try stuff on and have fun and play. Yes. I love that. And I think the playing and having fun with it is huge, right? Because otherwise we get so stressed if we try something new, it's like, but what if that's too old for me um, or too young for me, or it's the wrong style. So with your pieces, because fashion changes so quickly, right? Are you looking for something that's going to be in your closet for a year or two years or longer than that sort of thing. Right. So I, um, and again, that's kind of, um, you know, we want you to make the decision of what you're buying. For me, I tend to shy away from trends. So things that like pop up that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing this everywhere. That tends to be a trend. Um, I may stay away from, um, unless I see that maybe it's like long-term. So for example, a long-term trend would definitely be like skinny jeans. I mean, skinny jeans have been around for a really long time and only just now are they sort of not a trend anymore. Um, but they were around for years. So I've, I definitely invested in skinny jeans because I like the fit. I like the way that they look on me, stuff like that. Things that I did not invest in were things like um, Ugg boots or um, I'm trying to think of other things that were definitely trend pieces that, that I did not invest in. So you are wanting to have more timeless pieces. You can still have a style that is different from someone else's, um, even though both of you are using timeless pieces because you're mixing that in with maybe some trends that you prefer. You know what I mean? Like you don't, uh, like hats are really popular right now. Um, I'm thinking like Gigi Pip. I don't know if you know what Gigi Pip is, but um, it's a hat store, but there's like those I don't know what to call them. They're not cowboy hats, but they're not like floppy hats. They're like brimmed hats, right? I think I know what you mean. Those are, yeah. yes, like those are really popular right now. And that is like people's, they love them. That is their style. Those might be out of style in another year or two years. I don't really know, but they like them. So they absolutely should invest in that. Um, but, you know, don't just invest in things because someone else is doing it and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do that too type of thing. So for me, like high-waisted shorts, I love high-waisted shorts. I cannot wear high-waisted shorts. 
they do not look good on me. My torso is really tiny. So they're just like, it would be my chest and then my legs, which would look really weird. Um, so I can't wear them. So, um, it's definitely, I would say what, what I recommend is mostly, mostly timeless pieces, classic pieces that are well-made. They might be something you pay a little bit more for, but, um, or you get them secondhand, which is also something I encourage. Um, I buy everything secondhand. Um, it's very rare that I would buy anything straight from a store. So mostly, um, mostly timeless pieces. And then you can kind of pepper in some trends if you feel like you want to. So, yeah. Perfect. And, and you could do accessories, I suppose, right? Like if you want to do and accessories are, are perfect. I mean, just like me saying the thing about the bow, that's a really easy way for me to, and cheap way for me to jump on a trend. Um, and, and have it go with my timeless, like larger pieces that I'm wearing for sure. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's perfect. So, um, you bring up the vintage, which is uh, very cool because I saw that on your website too. So you do vintage shopping and you don't buy anything brand new. So how do you do that? Like you just go around to the shops or is it online or yeah. Tell us a bit more about I that. I would say it, it depends. Um, I love going to thrift shops. I do not have the time to do that. <laughs> um, I, I have in the, in the course, I do talk about if you go into them, how you can get in and out quickly and not spend hours there. But, um, and now I live way out of town. So I, I honestly get most of my stuff on, on buy, sell trade pages on, um, on Facebook. That is like where I do the majority of my shopping. And, but I'm, again, I'm not just doing like women's clothing buy, sell trade. That is just too hodgepodgey. What I tell my, um, my students to do is to find what your favorite store is and put that in, put your favorite store BST or whatever. Um, and look for that and shop on those pages because that is going to have what you like more of what you like and um and you're going to find kind of a group that's that's a lot like you um there's a page of a french brand that i follow called Cezanne. i think i told you about that but um i love this brand and have a buy sell trade page it's french it's a little higher end but um but the clothes are very timeless they last for a long time they're very well made and i buy on their second hand all the time um and they got so big that they even started another page that was like Cezanne in real life if for people who just love that brand so you can definitely um find those pages that are really dedicated to a specific brand and and find everything you want and it's really easy like you just pay all the people the money they ship it to you like easy easy um it's uh, for me it feels simpler than online ordering sometimes so um that's how i do most of my shopping even for my kids oh wow that's awesome i guess you just need to know your size and how it fits right and because you have your favorite styles you know how it fits right. on you yeah so. right you do and you need to know um 
I recommend that you have measurements. And I think that's one of the things or that we all have measurements that you take your measurements. <laughs> um, I think, I think one of the things that we, um, you know, if you really want to curate a wardrobe that you love, like you're going to have to invest a little bit of time into one, trying things on. Um, and it can be so disappointing to walk into a fitting room and have like a arm full of clothes and, and then nothing fits. But you know what, generally you'll find that one thing that like does fit. And then you're like, okay, I know that that works for me. Now I need to try on a bunch of different types of jeans, styles of jeans. Like you really do have to invest that kind of time. Um, but also the time into measuring yourself and having your measurements. Um, I did some Instagram lives with some vintage shops and one of them was a clothing store. Um, she's a vintage um, clothier. She is also in France. And um, she, she said, having your measurements is the best thing that you can do because you can, if you're going to buy something from someone, you can say, Hey, can you measure this for me? Or, and she, she said, we already have all the measurements because we do that when we get the item. But, and then, and then you know that it fits you perfectly because you've asked for the measurements and you have your measurements. Like you do want to make sure now on, on an item, like a J crew top, right? I wear I know what size I wear in J Crew because I wear J Crew a lot. So I know what my size is. But if I'm buying like from a vintage Instagram shop, I'm probably going to ask what the measurements are on certain things because that's like a one off. You know, those might be Levi's from like the 70s. Like who knew what sizing was like? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's like putting in that little bit of work, right? Which of course will help people with, and then it's easy because then you get to shop online and get some really neat pieces and you get pieces that you love and enjoy. Right. Yeah. So that's, right. a, that's a really key for that. I think. Um, yeah. Now I know we talked about um, because you're doing the wardrobe edit, not a capsule. Do you have a number on kind of what items or how many clothing pieces we should have or how do you handle that? Um, yeah, so that is a very popular question. <laughs> um, I do not limit items. I, a lot of times people will ask me how many items I have. I think I've counted before and it was maybe like 50 or something, 50 to 60. Um, that's again, that is like everything. I don't pack away clothes per season. So that's like all my clothes, right? Um, but I I don't want to limit people. The point for for my program is that everything matches everything else. Everything matches and that you love it. Like that is the main point is that when you look at an item, you know it fits really well, you know that you love it, you know that you look good in it, it is like you are feeling so amazing, um, and that every single item in your wardrobe feels that way, and they all match each other. That is the simplest way for me to know that I can try something on quickly, and it's going to look good, and it's going to match. Um, but it still keeps my closet small and tidy. It still keeps my clothes to a minimum because it's really hard to find things that are in your color scheme. I recommend like three to four neutrals and two to three colors. Um, again, that is a recommendation, but 
it's it's hard to find things that might be in that color scheme and also are going to fit you really well and also are going to be made really well so it still keeps your closet tidy and then you start to notice like i have a couple of shirts that i actually need to sell that I, they, I don't reach for them. You start to notice what you don't reach for out of this closet. Whereas when you have a closet that has, and I don't think people realize how many clothes they have in their closet. Um, a lot of people probably have like 100 to 200 items in their closet. Like no joke, because they just don't even realize. I'm sure that you know, because you've gone through this with people, but um, it's a lot of items, which also is why we teach you to sell them, because it's a lot of money in your pocket. But, um, but, but when you're looking through, through that many, you don't notice what you're not reaching for, right? Because like, you're not reaching for most of it. And, um, but for me, I notice what I'm not reaching for. And, and I know, you know what, I don't reach for that. And here's why I know that it is going to bust open at my chest and I hate having to pin it every time I'm going to wear it. It's really annoying and I don't want to do it. So I don't reach for it. Or, um, I know that this sweater that I bought is a little bit tight on me now. And so I'm not, I'm like literally looking at the items I need to sell. Um, and so I know like, okay, I have these two things that I really need to like go ahead and, and, um, send to a better home. Um, and so that starts to, again, it's the, the number count is almost self-managing because you start to like, you're more hyper aware of what you have. Um, I just don't want to be limited. I don't need that stress in my life. <laughs> like, I don't, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. need to keep count of how many items I have. Like that is way too much work <laughs> for sure. I do. I really like that. And I think it probably happens like you were just describing quite naturally because then you're intentionally buying things, aren't you? So it's just a real yep. natural way to do it. And I know some right. people, they say, um, if you haven't used things, they'll turn it inside out um, yeah. on their hanger and stuff. But then you have to think about that and be aware of it. Like you just said, you can do it really right. easily and just it makes it quick and easy for us. So that is great. And yeah. I wanted to touch on, so you help teach people how to sell clothes. That's really interesting because that can be quite time consuming, hey, but you have the secrets. It, it is, again, yeah, it is time consuming. Um, but once you, what I found is once people get started and they make their first like sale, um, then they're like, oh, like I kind of like it again. It's all about being prepared. Right. So I tell them like, these are the items you need to have. Like when now, because I'm so used to selling clothes that it's very easy. It's like, I run my own little store. It's like, I'm running my own boutique. Like I know <laughs> the items I need to have and I can get it done. And you know, and packaged in like five minutes. Like it doesn't take that long once you have the stuff ready and once you know what you need to do. So um, it's, it is uh, when you're starting out and you have a ton of clothes that you need to sell. Cause you know, we work through your closet with you. So it's kind of like you're starting off with all of your things and then you're slowly starting to realize, okay, these are the things that I wanna keep and this is what I need to get rid of it can be like, oh my gosh, like I have so much to sell, but, but it's, again, you've got to invest the time. Like it, it's not going to happen for you. And a lot of people will be like, can't I give it to, um, 
there's what it thread up like can i you know i see on thread up that i can bag my clothes and send them in and then they'll sell them for me a percentage and i'm like well yeah but they take like 70 percent of it like wow. you're not getting anything so um it is quite an investment in time when you're first starting but once you have all the the things that you need to do it like it's really really quick you start kind of collecting that money and like your paypal or whatever and you're like okay i can buy something that I really need to make a bunch of items, a bunch of outfits happen with the items that I'm keeping, um, you know, like a certain pair of shoes or whatever that I just know is going to like expand what I can wear with the items I have. Um, and so, so yeah, we kind of talk about, um, you know, where to sell, how to kind of take pictures so that it looks a lot better. Um, and those simple things that you can do that, that uh, will help it sell quickly. So yeah, we, we, we dabble in selling, which is um, really fun. And um, we just want to put money back in people's pockets and give your <laughs> items a second home. Yes. And you know, I think that's going to be so popular because I get that asked a lot, um, like for selling clothes and stuff. And I'm like, wow, gosh, I don't really know how to do it. And it, it is time consuming, but it's like, it's, it sounds really fun. Cause then, like you said, you get your money back, then you get to buy clothes that you really love. Right. Yeah. And we, we touch on, and the way that that came about is because as I was going through this process of redoing my wardrobe, I also realized that I really, um, I watched a documentary called the true cost and it is all about like fast fashion and slow fashion. And, um, and they're really poor working conditions for these women who create, who make these clothes. And, and, um, and you learn in that documentary how bad it is, like how donated clothes, like we think they go to Goodwill or wherever or thrift stores. Um, and I'll just use Goodwill as an example, but how I just thought you donate your clothes, they end up in Goodwill and like, you're good to go, right? They just keep all the clothes and sell them. But like in reality, like they don't sell everything. Like they, they don't put all of it in the store. Like they take what they can sell and put it in the store, but they, they have to do something with the rest of it and they ship it off to go into landfills. And, um, and it's terrible when you see the pictures of just like stacks of clothes and these landfills and you're like, oh no. So that's where kind of the selling came from is because, um, I, I really encourage people to not donate, but to sell, um, again i don't harp on that that's not like i'm not there to like be like a i i care and i want to open people's eyes but the decision is ultimately theirs um but at the beginning i'm always like don't don't donate yet just wait because because what happens is people and i know that you know about this but people get really excited to go through their stuff and once they have that stuff they don't want they're excited to get it out of their home as quick as possible and so the quickest thing to do is to drop it off and donate it um and so so i'm like wait stop just finish this whole program and then make your decision about what you do about your clothes <laughs> like all i ask is that you listen you listen to this one module about it and then you can decide what you do with your clothes so um so that's kind of how i approach it and um and it works really well and people people do decide to sell their clothes and it's great
I think that's fantastic because like it is, you're just recycling, kind of like finding a yeah. good home for them. And right. because, yeah, it's the, I can't remember the number, but I actually looked it up the other day, how much textile goes into landfill and it is phenomenal with the amount. So yes. I think it's, it's really neat. Yeah, it is. So really, really amazing information. I think your program is uh, a must for anybody who wants to dabble in creating a favorite wardrobe. And I think I'm going to need you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> oh, I need you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so tell us, how can everybody get hold of you? And um, yeah, we'll put the links in the show notes, but just tell us how they can get hold of you. Right. So my, um, my home is definitely on Instagram. Um, I mean, that's not my home, but um, I'm <laughs> mostly on Instagram. I do have a website, um, but Instagram is at Laura Dahl Kennedy. And, um, and then my website is www.lauradahlkennedy.com. And so you can find more information on there about the different services and stuff. But yeah, those are the two main spots. I do have a Facebook page. Um, I, it just really is what I post on Instagram just goes to that Facebook page. So um, yeah, Instagram and my website. Okay, great. And so I know you have a masterclass that people can sign up for. So we'll put that link in the show note too. That, um, but tell us what's the name of your masterclass I can get access to? Yeah, it is how to curate a wardrobe you love um, without spending a lot of money. So that is kind of the main thing that I find people are like, okay, I don't have the money to spend on a whole new wardrobe. Um, and to redo it. And so, um, so yeah, we, we talk about that in there and it's a fun masterclass and, um, I love it a lot. So I, I hope that everyone at least watches that and just learns a little bit about, um, what they can do for their wardrobe and what they can do to help them, um, feel great in their clothes. Okay. Excellent. Thank you so much, Lara, for all your great information and tips. And really excited to go through your masterclass. And thank you so much for, for being part of Inspiring Calm Podcast. Thank you for having me. So that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in on today's podcast. I really appreciate your time and being part of our movement where we are looking to change our lives so we can lead a more simple life, reconnect with our friends, family, and of course ourselves. If you need or want to have more support from like-minded folks and myself, head to our free private Facebook group, Who Loves to Organize. This is a safe place to share your thoughts, struggles with getting back to basics, whether that be resistance from family members or just needing to know where to begin. Louise Hopkins signing up for today and can't wait to share more thoughts, ideas and strategies on how to reclaim your space.